0: It's the most prolific series of video games about skateboarding. Or, it's the only real series of video games about skateboarding. It's the thing most of us know about skateboarding. It's Tony Hawk, Pro Skater, this week on Nothing Good. back to the show everybody uh it's good to be here everyone shut up we're gonna welcome our guest back it's the eponymous drew drew how you doing
1: good yeah, i'm glad i'm glad to finally be a part of you know the event that is nothing good podcast i'll be honest there was like the last like several weeks especially since the blunder that was in our personal lives jeff spoiling spider-man for me um i protested watching or listening to the show yeah watching because i stare straight at my spotify screen and just watch that logo for two hours straight and just listening to you guys laugh non-stop let me just tell you how awesome it is but i protested listening to the non-stop laughter uh for all of about i don't know two weeks and then i had to get back into it because you know you go through withdrawal from the show you absolutely do i had the shakes i had the tremors i was in near cardiac arrest from not listening to you guys banter and talk shit on me may i add yeah we we have that effect on are, people. are you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm
2: are, are you sure it. that it's not from the extra shots of espresso that you've consumed you're feeling all those things oh my god at this point
1: probably but who
0: cares dave <laughs> listen I, I i mac i love you you're an amazing person but quit putting a fucking X in espresso, please. Thank that's not an espresso. <laughs> you fucking thin, you you un- fuck low brow, low red motherfucker. I, you can not drink listen. coffee. You can knock it all you want. That's, <laughs> that's, you, that's you my you whole, whole fucking X thing. keep an out of espresso. Yeah. How dare you? I, so <laughs>
2: get, I give so few fucks about coffee that I don't even give a shit about mispronouncing it. Like, that's how, that's my level of disrespect. That's like when you know somebody and you call them by the wrong name deliberately just because you want oh. them to know how fucking <laughs> they are. So that's what I'm saying about espresso. <laughs> you, <laughs> <have some shit.
3: laughs> you motherfucker.
2: Wow. Um so two, two things two things. Uh
3: thing number one, uh I don't now the audience you guys obviously can't see what's happening here, but I'm showing off my nothing good t shirt that I yeah. just got in the mail Fancy. like three days ago. Uh it's the it's the Masters of the Universe logo, which is sexy. I I love it. And it fits so well, it's very comfortable. It's can't go on, on Night on the town with a shirt on. We go, hey, what's nothing good? I'm gonna tell them, nothing good is what it is. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, man. we got our a merch store now, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm really designed nice. by our, our our fantastic host here, Noah, Mr. Brown himself, just a genius uh, artist that he is when it comes to this thing. Actually, nice. uh, the other day nice I got a Facebook message from a buddy of mine who's been a graphic designer for 20 some months. But that I'm nothing here. good logo you guys have is
0: ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. I wanted to tell you that. It's dope. Well, thank you. It's awesome. Wonderful. Appreciate it. Nothing like a little retro feel. And yeah, you can get the, the classic nothing good logo, the one you probably are staring at right now. Definitely, if you're an Apple user and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, it's something that stares you in the face instead of our funny cover art. But you can get the Masters of the Universe logo. We got our iconic GTA Logo we have one that uh, makes fun of Hulk Hogan because fuck Hulk Hogan is an official stance of this show Ninja Turtles and a lot more Uh, and you can go to our social media uh, pages to check that out Facebook or You can check us out on our official website at uh, nothinggood.podbean.com Ask me if i'll link that to you I won't but you'll remember because if you fucking (laughs) Want to earn the right to wear a t-shirt that we definitely didn't just whip together then you can fucking earn it. Yeah. The, 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 listen,
4: the listeners have to put in a load of work too. We can't do everything. We can't do all yeah. the heavy lifting.
0: No,
2: there there is something though, gentlemen, we can do. All right. And, and be, being that we're at the beginning of the year, I'm going to throw this out there guys. All right. And this is because of a request from one of our dear listeners reached out to me and said, Hey, it wasn't me. It was not. It was not Drew. No. Um, they said, Hey, What's in Sloppy Jones? So what if, gentlemen? Just in time you know where this is going, Jones. Just in time for Christmas, the Nothing Good Podcast Cookbook.
0: Oh man. Oh no. <laughs> oh, not, no. Right, right <laughs> now
2: it just has I don't it know how it to have one like this. meal
4: and a bunch of drinks in it.
0: That's it. I mean, <laughs> thank you. <could be> <laughs> bunch of <laughs> that's drinks. That's- and, <laughs> can I can I do an entire <laughs> section of the cookbook about Using alternate renewable protein. <laughs> uh in my severe your meal. Uh, and <laughs> I'll be filling filling the blanks there. There's cooking with your friends and then there's cooking with your friends.
2: <laughs> okay. You know, there'll be an entire section of Peruvian cuisine <laughs> mm.
0: for our succulent Peruvian friends. Succulin, succulent Peru's t shirt. You can relive your it favorite is. fictional band by uh by supporting their world tour t-shirt yeah but all um, but speaking of world tour and world world renowned things what's everybody yes. uh, enjoying as we talk about tony hawk pro skater today
1: true what you got um absolutely nothing actually you're going dry finish, you dry I, dog i finished, I finished the yeah. espresso so espresso uh and you know, I just wanted to let you know that I am completely caffeinated, and ready to go. Before everybody announces their thing, quick tip of information I've discovered or remembered since our last recording of a podcast is that Groundhog Day, the movie, has owned its own, earned its own Oxford definition in the dictionary. By the way, so like Groundhog's oh. Day isn't just a holiday in the in the in the in the dictionary. It's also like a verb for a, a Groundhog Day of events. Like, it's. I just looked it up today. And it's, it's there by Oxford. Good oh, so totally. Interesting you enough. Because of that just movie. Not,
0: I didn't. Well, that's good to know. We won't mention that movie anymore, though, because we don't want to <laughs> fucking trigger Sorry. Jeff again. I'm a sort of irrational. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just getting
4: over my PTSD from that, so <laughs> yeah, shut fucking your fucking you mouth, full. through.
3: I he still went, don't know what the hell you're talking about. No,
2: he went full. He went full yeah, fucking I Karen. I really
3: it. I went <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. It, it made no sense. Yeah, we don't yeah, need We, ahead. we, we ahead. all kind of agreed not, agree to not talk apology, about it yeah. ever again. <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah, my apologies.
0: I'm done. Let's all bury it down, real deep down inside, and never let it out again. Ever. <laughs> how? How deep? Real deep. At least. At least three knuckles deep.
2: Oh, you had one oh, fucking job, Noah, one <laughs> fucking job, and you butchered it, you piece of fucking
0: shit. You up the whole
2: thing. I will never apologize for Expresso <laughs> again, you filthy piece
3: of shit. Oh, goddammit. So, before we get to the topic at hand, and I know we're talking about booze here, I'm just drinking water again because I'm a schmuck. Uh, we have had a, a slight change uh, the last couple of weeks. We've had people, you know, making requests lately. Uh, for show topics, and I really wanted to kind of get a, yeah. to put it out there that if anybody is interested in like a particular topic, gaming, music, uh, a wrestling topic, uh, you know, mo- a movie of some sort, you know, don't hesitate. You know, message us on Facebook, um, hit us uh, I have a, seat, uh, I a DM, sign in our DMs and, on Twitter or something like that.
0: We could. we could absolutely facilitate you to slide in your dms i'm sorry the listeners couldn't see me but i was telling Drew to shut the fuck up while someone else yeah talking. yeah no, my bad. uh and I don't interrupt somebody what the fuck do you think this is could a heathen you know, one say espresso and one just fucking babbling over the great show. <laughs> how about i'm show a little respect i'm gonna start fucking muting people here on the show jeff has a fucking hissy bit dave throws <laughs> in at random consonants in the middle of fucking words and Drew can't respect the basic laws of human conversation let's try this again Ah, yeah, oh, so they should, they should DM us or, or or send snail mail. Yeah, fly our DMs if you have an idea something that feel
3: like, you know fits what we do and what we talk about. We'll mull it over. We'll absolutely put it on the list and we'll give you a shout out too. We really appreciate. I mean, we have probably in ours probably like over a years worth of topics, but there's always something extra that we maybe hadn't thought about. So feel free, you know, anybody who wants. Yeah, we appreciate it.
0: Yeah, for example, uh, we had someone reach out to us and suggest what is probably going to be our next wrestling show. And of all the topics we had on our list, that was not on there. So it was a good, interesting, refreshing call. Now, yeah. Drew, what did you have to add oh, to that conversation? <laughs>
1: gonna, you know, what,
0: I'm going to build it up. Everyone, everyone, wherever you are you're right. in, your, in your lives, if you're listening to us in the car, roll the window down and tell everyone in your life and in traffic to shut the fuck up because Drew's about to talk. Drew, what awesome thing do you have to say today?
1: I was gonna say you guys should do a Total Recall episode.
0: That's actually a good idea. I feel bad. (laughs) 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 The original, not the fucking shitty Colin
1: Farrell fucking. No,
0: I've been drinking Mars beer on this show continually, making Total Recall jokes, hoping one day we get there. That's a good idea.
2: I I have a theory that nobody can remake an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie because. You can't follow Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: Wow. Well, let's wait for the 2032 remake of Jingle all the way. Sorry, (laughs) somebody who the fuck knows. Probably The Rock. Uh, Probably. I was gonna say
3: Rock is probably Dwayne Johnson is probably the only person who could potentially follow Arnold.
0: Potentially. We'll Mm -hmm. see. But Jafar, what are you drinking?
3: Yeah, so it's
4: mid February, but I'm trying to crush through the remainder of my holiday beer. So I am drinking
0: a uh, Trogues Mad Elf. I almost drank one. That's awesome. Now, I, I literally decided not to have one because I thought that's too too <laughs> spicy to go with today. Too I'm spicy. going with I the like rest of my porter, my stouts, Grand Cacao from Trogues. And Mac, what are you having to round us out?
2: Well, I still got some rum left over from when we recorded last time. So I'm continuing <laughs> my journey with my uh, rum and cherry Pepsi. But uh, I, I wanted to kind of real quick here, gentlemen, before we even dive into the topic, but kind of like, because something happened uh, since we've recorded the last couple of episodes, since we've kind of gotten together to talk. Uh, and this is the, uh, the Dave O'Mac uh, drive-through moment of the show, as I'm, as I'm, as I'm coining here. Um, oh, man. We got
0: kind of- Oh God! Don't, don't make me do music for this. Oh, Keep hey, going, hey, really- hey Drew,
2: if you want to interrupt him at any point, <laughs> feel free. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <on> the- <laughs> um, I'm kind of curious where this is going. We <laughs> we we got we were all given something here just the other week that we never probably thought we were going to get because it was said it would be the most expensive thing to ever make, and Peter Jackson himself said we couldn't make this into a movie. Like, goddamn, we're getting it on Paramount Plus in March. It is the Halo television show. We got our first Mm -hmm. look at it, gentlemen, and kind of tying everything back into video games and even kind of echoing back to a previous topic. Gentlemen, did you see the trailer? What did you think about it?
1: All I'm fucking saying is they better nail the flood. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, whenever they bring the shit in, like, nail it. Make it fucking slimy, creepy, like... Like that's all I'd, in my mind when I saw them in on set. I'm like, they, they better do. fucking nail the blood. And those little the guys work, who run yeah. around, you know, those like those little guys who always run from you. The you know which a- ones I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, the grunt. yeah, grunts. Yeah, yeah, the little like, yeah, Friends, yeah, yeah, those fuckers. But there's like, the- yeah, those the grunts, and the needler. The, grunts, yeah. the needler better be a sweet fucking weapon. In the movie. Are you just yelling Halo terms out
0: that you remember? Yeah. The yeah. Needler,
1: <laughs> the orbiter. <laughs> all right, <laughs> fucking Who Thanks. says double kill? Or, oh, yeah. Is it Master Chief that says it, or is it like a sergeant that's like, double kill?
0: <laughs> 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 <like> <laughs> uh,
4: Killing some <laughs> baby baby. child. <laughs> what, is, what is happening? We are off the, the rails. Um, we So uh,
3: I did see the trailer, uh, and um, <clears throat> it looks cool, man. I know it's not supposed to be canon with the with the the games, uh, which is a good thing. It gives them, you know, license yeah. to be very creative. Uh, a lot of backlash uh, on the Twitter space with Cortana, uh, the way she looks in terms of like her complexion, yeah. and you know, I think if she was, it would not translate well. I kind of dig the way, and yeah. I, and I like that it's the it's a voice actress, which is really awesome. Uh, yeah, so as soon as you I'm, heard the voice, you're like, all right. I was like, here we go, I'm in. Uh, uh, so yeah. I'm I'm hopeful that it's good. I mean, it, So it'll be awesome just in general. Really bad for me to be disappointed with it. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I-, I am really looking forward to them
1: eventually getting to the Halo planet. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the Ring World. It, yeah, just like kind of seeing how they decide to do that. Yeah. I, I, I think it
4: looks awesome. Visually, it looks awesome. Uh we get to see actual components of it. While I was watching it, I was like, for some reason we're so spoiled by Star Wars right now. Every time Master Chief talks, all I can think about is the Mandalorian. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like this better be
2: different than that's the Mandalorian, <laughs> so, but it it, well, it looks dope, so I'm excited about it. And 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 spoilers for the Mandalorian for anybody who hasn't watched episode five of that show, but they fucking just took the fucking Ring World and just dropped it yeah. in Star Wars. Yeah,
0: they I mean. didn't do that. Yeah, no, yeah, I think so. um, I, I think Halo looks cool. Uh, what I'm really excited about is for them. I want them to have a clean slate. We all know what the flood is we all know who all the key characters are and i i always loved the the covenant's home the floating home world and like the prophet of truth and reconciliation and those characters but take your time get there but what i was amazed by like and i watched it twice yesterday is the I way it looks. looks like how it looks like a video game cutscene. you know what i mean like this the lighting and depth mm-hmm. of the field and every shot in that trailer even the action shots just those awesome so you can tell someone this is a, this is a love project for somebody, and even if it's terrible, it'll be a loving terrible thing, as yes. most most video game franchises are, like our bodies. like
1: our podcast exactly.
0: exactly worst like comes that. to
1: worst, <laughs> Paramount goes fucking bankrupt because of it, and Disney just buys that
0: too. This is all gearing up to the inevitable Super Smash Brothers movie where Disney uses all the franchises they have. Darth Vader, <laughs> Pikachu, Master Chief, fucking She-Ra, uh, Woody from Toy Story, and for some ungodly reason, the, the lamp from Disney Pixar, all have to team up to stop Maleficent from... Fucking folding the <laughs> universe in half or some stupid horseshit, but it would sell. It would be the it's the highest grossing yeah. movie of all time. Yeah, it'd be great.
4: <laughs> Luxo, <laughs> Luxo is the name of the lamp, by the way.
0: Oh, thank you. No, no problem.
4: Problem. <laughs> Excellent. Ah. but we're not here to talk about lamp Mm-mm. or Luxo. No, or any of the random shit that Drew is rambling about. We're here <laughs> to talk about Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It's all fucking fault. <laughs> <Dave-Old. laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> Tony Hawk, so argu- arguably one of the best skateboarding franchises in video game history because it's the only skateboarding franchise in video game history. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, true. They'll do no, another one, one. There's Skate.
1: Yeah, Skate. And and no skate one talks on about it for,
4: yeah. <laughs> for a reason. Yeah. Uh, re- released no. in 1999. Uh, over the course of nine years, there were nine Tony Hawk games. They progressively got worse. So today, gentlemen, we're talking about the OG Tony Hawk Pro Skater, numero uno for the PlayStation.
1: Mm.
0: Let me just say
1: that um, it led me to buying the Xbox remastered versions of one and two. Uh, Actually, yesterday I was talking to Noah, and I'm just like i'm gonna just i'm just gonna fucking buy it and then i got stuck playing the game and meticulously trying 100 the levels like once again of course i created myself a skater right away um you know like you normally would do and you give them full sleeve tattoos that you eventually cover with a hoodie uh give them long hair that you put a cap <laughs> over uh and then you usually you're trying to like give them like you know the baggiest pants you can because like nothing looks cooler than fucking losing your pants while you're doing kickflips and shit but this inspired like, pretty much my entire way of life. Maybe it's old now. I mean, even <laughs> this, this this movie, CCS catalogs. I still buy DC shoes. Like they are the most comfortable shoes that I will ever own. Still buy them all. fucking so let's
3: let if, if, I, if I if I if I may, Andrew, you may. Let's a little bit and ask the question. Pose the question. All right, because we the, the beauty of this sh- show is that the, the group of us have a very uh upbringings uh in varied environments so when you were a kid like what was the first experience or introduction to skateboarding you Ooh.
2: had did you have a skateboard any of you did you try skateboarding at any point and why is the Drew, big question when you were a kid did your family actually let you inside the house or did they just keep picking up <laughs> nope. to a tree in the backyard
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> why are you america <laughs> no the audience, not, the audience needs, we're to just, know. we're just, we're just letting
2: know. them, we're just letting them know yeah. about your varied upbringing, Let's
1: bring you into the headspace. The only reason that I have any experience with PlayStation Tony Hawk is because i watched Noah play it through the living room window. And, uh, you know, that was the experience. And then I eventually s- borrowed permanently, uh, my first skateboard, uh, from somebody I never talked to before, but you know, it was. You know that pretty Actually, this game, in all honesty, uh, is the reason was my introduction to skateboarding. Uh, it was because of this game that I even like took interest in the X Games and like who's Tony Hawk. And then I watched it and I was enthralled with it early on. I'm like, this is like intense. And then I got a CCS catalog that I got for free right every month, and then I decided to get my first skateboard, uh, and then tried skateboarding and got really fucking hurt and then decided to stop skateboarding. Uh, but it still inspired that entire like year and a half of my life. But yeah, this is my introduction to
0: skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Uh, Mr. Brown, how about yourself? Oh, me, the other Mr. Brown. Hey. So, um truth be told, when growing up in the 90s, there's a lot of people who, you know, Mark Simpson, skateboard, right? And a lot of pop culture figures who used skateboarding. but Never really appealed to me um, until Tony Hawk came out in the first couple of games. But even then, I didn't buy a skateboard. Um, It took until I was like a sophomore in high school. I think even a junior, specifically a junior in high school. And I found out that if I wore a a long sleeve shirt underneath a t-shirt and put a a knit cap on and carried around a skateboard and drank a Jones soda, the girls would want to talk to me more. Um, and so I did And I've maybe I have an element deck that I have I still have to this day It's the one I, I got off of the CCS I uh, did the custom thing on it and bought it to look cool and rolled on it and got fucked up So I just carried it around with me It still worked just as well picking up girls <laughs> as if I was any good at skateboarding, which I never was and never will be <laughs> um, but it, it You couldn't you even know it fun. did get me some play at that point in my life drinking shitty green apple jones soda um listening to incubus and Weezer, and having and uh and wearing a knit cap it worked so that's my skateboarding it, i believe true skateboarders i.e he ledger in the movie lords of Do- dog would call me a poser but uh so i am but it fucking worked so i'm a victorious <laughs> poser in that <laughs> regard but no never actually skateboarded more than falling down a bunch of times but i carried it around a bunch and used it to pick up chicks, but uh, play, yeah. play this in every game <laughs> until Tony Hawk Four.
2: Mac, Mac. So I did have a skateboard. Uh, it was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle skateboard that I got when I was like in fifth grade. Had a Raphael on the uh, on the bottom of the board. Uh, it was a terrible skateboard. It always kept. You're a man uh, of culture. Uh, it just and mm-hmm. it just kept like it kept dragging to like the left anytime you tried to like skate so i didn't really (laughs) just like something else am i right (laughs) oh 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 oh, for sure for sure the scar tissue alone nice look i call it quasimodo because of the hump but just like um, that it
4: ends in disappointment
2: yeah pretty much (laughs) um but no my my stuff when i was growing up um i was a a very good rollerblader um obviously from my experience playing hockey so i could do some shit on on a pair of rollerblades pretty well um i also dabbled a little bit with the bmx uh with the dirt tracks and being able to kind of do some stuff on that but it never was something that kind of took off um i was very fortunate growing up that uh the group of friends that i had we had a a, a very diverse um like group of people that like different things so You know, in summertime, you would have somebody's dad who would just pack up everybody and take them to the BMX track, and we would spend like entire nights just doing the track. And you know, other friends who you know got really into playing tennis, and we'd go up to the park and fucking have tennis tournaments. So, you know, you know, we're really fortunate to have a a very diverse set of experiences. I get try a lot of stuff, but I never really got into it. And uh, I'm gonna confess here, guys. Uh, I was not a Tony Hawk fan uh, of the franchise growing up. So, as we came to the conclusion to discuss the game, gentlemen, I'm a noob when it comes to Tony Hawk, and uh, I feel I feel bad for what I did to him uh, playing <laughs> playing the game because oh. I fucked him up. Poor guy. I yeah. Oh. He just, I think there was one point, even just when I was going through the tutorials that he just laid there longer than I thought he should have.
0: <laughs>
2: because, <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, "Oh fuck, come on. Like this isn't that hard." Uh, <laughs>
0: you spell skate S K A T E. stop.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he was he was definitely asking for it to just to end the misery, just save it and give me 10 minutes, please. But um yeah, so, you know, my my experience really playing this game was uh cuz I just I never got into that. And and it wasn't ever just I just never got into it. It was never caught my attention because I always played so much like the EA sports games, baseball, football, hockey and everything that that yeah. was just one of those that I get into. So this was this was fun for me because it's a brand new game, drew like yourself. I went out to the marketplace and I downloaded uh, the remastered 1 and 2. It looks great. Then,
1: by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, that, yeah. It's, it's built, built on really Unreal Engine talking.
2: and it's it looks mm-hmm. so damn good. Yeah. yeah.
1: So um, um, and I've uh,
3: definitely
2: I've definitely enjoyed it. So.
3: So uh, uh Jeff
4: yeah, so I'm a few years older than most of you guys. This game came out in ninety-nine, which is when I was in college. Uh, but I started skating when I was a wee lad, a young teenager. <laughs> I was a skater boy, said see you later, boy.
0: Oh my <laughs> god. Were you uh <laughs> uh
4: no, but like I got the CCS catalogs and I ordered a couple custom boards off there. A bunch of my friends were into skateboarding at the time, so I I skated for a number of years. I was okay, I try it today, and it's just embarrassing. I bust my ass all the time. I tried to, uh, I thought because I could skateboard that I could snowboard. Did not. End no, up. not I got, the same thing. I got fucked up pretty bad <laughs> snowboarding. Um, but, but yeah, so I, I, was, I was big into skating for a number of years. I was super excited when this game came out. You know, at that time, skateboarding wasn't like, It was just barely tapping into, like, a cultural thing where people were actually following it. Yeah. Um, And, you know, Activision was trying to play off of the success that Nintendo had with 1080 snowboarding. Um, They wanted to develop a skate game, but they wanted to have somebody with a name attached to it. So they reached out to Tony Hawk, whose star was rising, endorse it, and got it to... And the rest is history, as they say.
3: Um, any of you, you guys, guys actually
1: land any tricks awesome. yeah, skateboarding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What do you mean, like, actually skateboarding? Or yes, sure. falling down. <laughs> like, actually skateboarding, like in real life. Did you actually well, ever yes. land anything? I, I, I'm curious. I will tell you that uh, uh, I, uh,
3: much, not sort of like Mac, I the reason really I, was really, I wasn't really skateboarding reason I even had a skateboard, and I got my skateboard very young, like, you know, third grade, eighth, second grade, uh, really, really young, is the Ninja Turtles. You know, they skateboarded. I want a skateboard. My There was a way my dad was going to go out and buy me a brand new skateboard. But what he did do was he went down to the Red, White, and Blue on 10th Avenue in Wilkinsburg, found a secondhand skateboard for probably $11, brought it home, and I was like the happiest little kid and i was fucking terrible i never got any better (laughs) (laughs) i tried i tried so hard to get good at skateboarding because it just looked like so much fun in the ninja turtles cartoon and in the movies and um the best i could ever do as I, i kept that skateboard you know forever like it's probably still at my parents house uh the best i could do was go Ten feet without falling. That's the <laughs> best I was ever able to pull off. That's that's a trip. good start, like, man. Yeah. That's a good start.
0: I left mean, I, I the board,
3: I... and here's how old and the board and It was like like it was like a beginner skateboard. It was like plastic, that thick, hard plastic. It was like a, like a, like not neon blue, but like a like a darter navy blue with bright Where... yellow wheels. It was <laughs> like terrible. a school chair, but it was like the chairs you, had you sat on in yeah. school, kind of a yeah. thickness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was my fucking skateboard, goddamn it. Yeah. I have a
4: a fun skateboarding story as an adult. So four of the five of us uh on this podcast worked together at Toys R Us Mm -hmm. (laughs) at various (laughs) points in our lives. Uh well a mutual friend, Mikey V also was a big skateboarder uh as a teenager and a young adult. So there was one day, one fateful day, and I can talk about this now because Toys R Us is out of business, but it was really slow on a Sunday morning, and we call this day Sunday Bloody Sunday. So we go to the back. We get skateboards. We bring them up to the R zone. We're skateboarding around the R zone <laughs> behind behind the register. We have a booth open, and we skate into the booth and start grinding on all the shelves. <laughs> oh man! Grinding for those unaware at home is when you jump off the ground on your skateboard and land the front of the board on the shelf or a rail at a skate park and just grind all the way across. So we were doing that, and then we smashed a bunch of shit that belonged to Greasy Steve. Uh, so Sunday, <laughs> buddy, Sunday. Ask Mikey V about it. It was a good times. I, I, <laughs>
2: awesome. I remember a time uh, with that same group of individuals that Jeff is referencing, uh, himself and Mikey V, where we were over at Mike's house breaking in his basement bar, and we got so drunk that super at, drunk I'm, and so drunk. Skateboarding. at like two o'clock in the morning, Jeff and Mike go outside and grab like a skateboard, and they just start trying doing shit, which was just fucking magic.
4: <laughs> it <laughs> was. Not, I don't really remember it, but I I hear that it did not end well.
2: Mm. It, it did not end. It did not end well for <laughs> anybody, <laughs> but it was really fucking. It was really funny just watching you guys trying to do shit at like your worst coordinated time. Yeah. Like yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And I then one half- person
2: passed one person passed out in a pile of laundry and
0: Mike's basement. So we
2: yeah, couldn't I'm find, good. we couldn't find Jeff that night. Couldn't find him.
0: My, uh, my, my skateboarding story is I was 16 and I had already fallen off the skateboard enough to realize I was not meant to ride it as a person. <laughs> um, but I was carrying it around as a prop while I, I hung out and we were walking through this neighborhood. I mean a friend of mine and there was these girls that we go to high school with and they drive up in their car and they're like, Come here at our house, you can show me your skateboard moves and I was like, Oh no so so i did and i like i went to the driveway and i intentionally this is it's i can't believe this work i can't believe this fucking work the driveway goes off and it was like a sewer grate kind of a like a thing off to the side and i went it looked like and i got on like real low so i could keep my balance it's the only thing i could do and i turned back like huh and went right for it right and it wiped out and i did like the shitty terrible roll like on purpose right off of the skateboard onto the sidewalk mm. and like grabbed my knee like I heard it right, and was limping, and then like Peter Griffin. Just hearing the thing. They're like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" And I was like limping, and I was like, "No, fine, I'm fine." But obviously, limp like the worst fucking fake limp. I'm like, "Yeah, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. It's cool. Let's let hang out. Let's hang it out. Let's check it out." Nickelback's a thing right now, right? Let's look at let's listen to Nickelback. Um, and I ended up making out with the girl that was driving on her back porch because she felt so bad for me. She iced up my leg. It didn't hurt at all. And, I hope and, she's and we listening made out on her back this. porch. Awesome. That is while her dad's- I hope she's listening
1: to this so she knows that you do the shit out of her. Oh no, she probably do.
0: You know. Most of the women in my life find out what kind of person I am real fast. It's the really <laughs> fucked up ones that stay. <laughs> 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 and I uh, uh, happy
1: anniversary uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> point, So like sake. I once half landed like a kickflip. Like I almost nailed it. That was like, as far as I got, I mostly use my skateboard for street lugeing down the hills of Dormont.
0: Oh yeah. That's a good luge.
1: Oh dude. I get so fucked up. I can't tell you how many times I almost literally died from like somebody going through a stop sign and I'm like going down Texas (laughs) Avenue, like (laughs) fucking full gun in it. And if I stop, I'm really getting messed up. And at the bottom of the hill, I usually use it was like just all cobblestone. So I'm, I'm like bound for (laughs) do honestly surprised I'm here. (laughs) <laughs> and that was early in my life. <laughs> like, probably like 13.
0: Oh. So when's the first so, time everyone played this game besides Mac? Did we all play it in 99 except Mac? Or Jones, when did you discover, yeah. discover Tony
3: Hawk? Uh, I'm pretty confident that I didn't play it in 99. I didn't I didn't have a station. Um, 2001? It uh, was the whole other conversation for the time how I got a PlayStation. But, um... I ended up getting Tony Hawk. I want to say super secondhand. Like, somebody didn't want it anymore because it was old. Uh, and so I got it that way. And I was instantly hooked on just the how intuitive the controls were and everything. But, um, yeah, definitely it was like 2001-ish. It wasn't, wasn't uh, right away.
0: Well, understood. Understood. Now, I know uh, Drew and I. First of all, it, it, it has been brought to my attention since our doomed groundhog day episode which was drew's first appearance on this podcast and i didn't mention that this is the fabled drew uh that is my brother that uh that we <laughs> mentioned frequently throughout the course of the show so when it, uh, drew and i have very similar origin stories yeah we haven't said that. no no we're like, brothers we're in the process. That's it, true. this is this is my brother um we had it for the PlayStation. Uh, But I do believe. I don't know if we got it in '99 or we got it in 2000, because as I remember the game, it was a PlayStation Greatest Hits game with a green on the side. If I remember the logo, so I think we related. I don't remember.
1: I don't remember us necessarily having it, but I remember all of my friends having it. You know, like whoever I would hang out with, they had it for their PlayStation until I eventually got it. But I had played it so many times, like sleeping over a friend's house. And almost beating the game in, like, a night. But, you know, the one thing that I always remember standing out about this game um, was the replay value in it that was just there from the Mm gate And how they designed the game that even I noticed, like, because, Dave, since you haven't played this game, like, ever, you were a noob coming in. um, The remastered controls are no different. then the original exactly. controls are no different at all. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's really, like, cool how I can still play the game and don't don't step because it's just... That added it, you're it. yeah. yeah, And but, like, you're not designed to do things in the third level until you've already gotten through six levels so you could level up your guy enough to go back and replay that stuff and 100% and get the gold medals. And it was, like, the, right. the replay value was there. And it was one of the first games I remember having that, like... And continuously saving your progress. Like it was a big time for video games at the time, anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the game and,
0: and uh, fantastic design. The levels are multi layer to where you start out and the game's cool. And you, and you know, so many of that downhill kind of a presentation on the levels as you get going in one player, then you realize, oh, what's that over there? And until you learn to play the game well enough, to be able to ollie up onto a pipe grind all the way to catch that thing to get to that second area that you could do a thousand times until you get there that it really opens up the game and it was well thought out that players if they like it are eventually going to get good enough so we got to give them some extra shit to do and it's a whole thing yep.
1: another thing is it was big about this game and sorry to cut anybody off but like at this point in video gaming, if I remember correctly, it was just starting to be a thing where you would play a game and it wouldn't necessarily be the same experience every time. Tony Hawk, it was mm-hmm. a completely different experience every time you picked up the sticks. Whether you were doing a grind into a manual combo, into a saw, onto a ollie, you know, whatever you were doing, you never did it the same way twice. So, you know, it was... A big thing in gaming at the time to have that happen. Like you could play the same football game over and over again. It was getting you wins, you know? Like, yeah, players, yeah, yeah. Like it, with Tony Hawk, it was just... It was not built that way.
4: Yeah, and it was so different than everything else that was out at the time. I mean, yeah. especially as someone who came up as a skateboarder, like, there was some shitty skateboarding thing that came before where it was all, like, downhill racing. And it was just not great. Um, but this was more... It felt more open world. It felt more like you can do whatever you want. And it was one of those things that it wasn't like you could just pick it up and play for, on the first day because the controls are fucking difficult. Yeah. Like throughout there and mm-hmm. throughout the entire series, through all nine games, like it's a fucking hard, hard game to get a grasp on to, to figure out how the combo system works and figure out all the tricks because it seems like you're button mashing half the time. Um, but going back, I mean, how did it feel playing it, aside from Dave, who just played it for the first time, like 20 years later, what was that like, taking the training wheels off and going back and playing it all these years later? It was
3: super fucking yeah. frustrating at first. Uh, I <laughs> I I'd, right, I'd like, spent so much time in Tony Hawk 1 and 2 especially that I'm like, I, I was very confident that I'd be like, perfect. I knew. I'd to be like, that'll take me like... Ten minutes. I'll get it. Uh, actually, my wife was sitting watching me play. Actually, shout out to Allie, my wife. Uh, everybody here knows a gamer. But there is one franchise when she was a kid that she loved above all else. It was Tony Hawk, mm-hmm. and she she game the shit out of Tony Hawk when she was coming up. So it was, we actually took turn playing, which was the first time we game really ever. And that's awesome. The entire was, it was really cool. Awesome. Uh, but um, but the, the the beauty of the game is, like, as you, as you said, if you're butt mashing, you're, you're fucking up, you're like, why? I remember this being so much easier, but something just starts to kind of, because the controls are yeah. very intuitive yeah. after a while. Yeah. You start getting, like, the vibe down the rhythm, timing. how to grind, yeah. and then switch to moves I don't know how to say, I don't even know. But then you start combos, and you're like, and then that the, the, the gameplay loop hits because you run out of time. You almost got all the tapes or you almost got all the, the letters. You almost got all you almost did all the grinding on the lunch tables or whatever it is, you go, like, I gotta go back. I gotta go back. I can do it. I can do it this time. God damn it, I can do yeah. it this time. Oh, yeah. And you will not <laughs> stop. You just keep going, yeah. It's awesome. You get, you know, the pro score, or whatever it is that, that the white well you're looking for.
1: So let's not forget
3: it was difficult at first, but let's not forget.
1: Sorry to cut you off, let's not forget that the first PlayStation controllers didn't have a fucking joystick.
0: No. Yeah, it's uh, just a deep. Uh, hat. Hat. That's right. How primitive! Because I am um, I uh, so so I I didn't buy the remaster to do a review today. I uh, have modded my PlayStation Classic to include a very large portion. Doc has played it. A very large portion of the original PlayStation's library on there, which includes Tony Hawk One, and so I sat down with that, and you better believe that I kept going until i pissed f- that fucking soundtrack which we'll talk about in a minute just kicks so much ass on that game and it's so good but uh but yeah the, it just but i'm i'm a gamer in 2022 my thumbs are now used to the circular motion of a joypad mm-hmm. and having only the d-pad was difficult man
2: not all your uh...
0: ridiculous not all your thumbs are used to a circular motion
2: Mm
0: -hmm. spit on the first down, which I don't want to get my controller (laughs) moist. So (laughs) Dave, Dave, what was your
4: first experience? Like when you popped your Tony Hawk cherry, it
2: was like I said, I I feel real bad for, for Tony um, because I I just put him through a lot. I mean, he (laughs) probably several trips to the hospital, a lot of broken things, uh, a lot of exacerbation out of him. Um, Kind of like the same feeling I get when I look at drew, so a lot of things that you guys gotta understand, because you know, our listeners can't see this, you wouldn't really know that Drew and Noah were others because half of Drew's face like sags. Like if you ever remember that episode from Batman, the animated series, where Clayface like can't hold it together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Drew. That is the left side That's- of Drew's face. It's like it's really, it's really it's really all the incoctions <laughs> that it's- Noah game
4: that's that's worse than spoiling spider-man yeah. sorry
2: <laughs> so it's, it's not it's not droopy ass face <laughs> <laughs>
0: i don't mean, like, oh, know fucking jack <laughs> that's a right cross i want to talk about this it makes me kind of think for a minute that maybe dave didn't play the game again <laughs> Right? Because he's just like, well, shit, they're asking me real questions about the game. Shit, Drew, Drew, listen, you, you look like you were in an accident. Listen, it's, it's one, of those, it's one it. of those
2: things when Listen, you, it's one of those things where you think about it at the time, but you can't get in because I didn't want to cut anybody off. So just waiting for my opportunity to try to work that back into the conversation, like, after you said, for those of you who may not know, we haven't talked about it, this is my brother, Drew, and I'm like, oh, this is a great time to talk about Drew's sagging face. <laughs> you know? Um but uh it's 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 like it's like rocky at the end of rocky 2 but in real life um i hate you
3: so but but dave the the real question here is did you find yourself
2: kind of getting the the hang of it it it, the, the the thing about the game that i thought was really interesting was that it really incorporates so many different elements from a lot of different types of video games um, and the controls, like you guys said it was it was definitely it took some time to kind of pick up. but like I also thought about like, a little bit like almost like when you're playing Mortal Kombat. And it's almost like trying to retrain my brain a little bit that okay, this isn't a left kick r- left kick right kick special move uppercut combo, but you're kind of starting to like work similar types of things into getting the character to to do different types of tricks and things like that. So um, it, it did take me a, a, a hot couple of minutes to, um you know kind of get the controls down uh and and just kind of put the moves together too because again <coughs> not having a skateboarding background when they're telling you to do like an ollie and then telling you to do you know a number of these other things i'm i'm also kind of learning what a lot of the moves are called yeah mm. you, know, you got an well. ollie and so then again, grind
4: the rails and there's eight different moves you can do there and then you got a manual from one rail to the next
2: and then uh, you hop in a half-pipe.
4: It's like, what yeah. What does all this mean, right?
2: Yeah. So, again, coming into this as, as kind of a hardcore noob with it. Uh, but I, I did start seeing myself kind of get better. But I'm, I'm definitely not at the level of playing the game where, you know, as you kind of mentioned, it's, it's, it is very multi-layered. And, you know, there are definitely things, and as I've been playing it, I've, I've kind of gone through the first three levels of, of Tony Hawk 1. Um, you know, there's definitely shit that I hadn't been able to get Oh yeah. uh, just because I can't maintain, I can't maintain a grind in the fucking mall level long enough to get (laughs) like, you know, the the toy robot that's hanging there. I can fucking skate through the glass, but I'm not going to be able to necessarily get some of the other things they're doing, at least not yet. But what was great about it is that, you know, you want to get better with it. You want to get a, Mm -hmm. a better grasp on the controls. And, and I thought it was brilliant too. You get like two minutes to play the level. And you know, you're not going to be able to get everything. So you got to play again Mm -hmm. and you got to play the level again. And, you know, I thought it was interesting with tutorials too. And he's like, you know, this is going to be a lot like learning how to skateboard. You're not going to be good at this at first. It's going to take a lot of time to get better with this and you're going to need to practice a lot, but you will get better. And I I noticed that too, as I kind of played is that it did get better. As as I kind of went along, but definitely not great, and I'm definitely still fucking up Tony Hawk left and right.
3: <laughs> so, and I think uh, it's a really good point to uh, uh, you know uh, a sign of a really good game, in my opinion, at least, is being able for the player to have a sense of mastery over what they're doing. And like you said, Mac, with like the you know you get a minute change or two minutes to play a particular level, that's just enough time to get good at one thing to really get that one combo down. And I'm gonna try, okay, we're going right back in again. Even the times I've unlocked other levels, I've done enough to, but I'm like, no, fuck this, I'm going Mm-mm, back to that man. last level. I know I can keep, do it. We're gonna keep working on this shit. And then you start, again, that sense of mastery makes you want to try more, play more, and, uh, you know, that's like I said, that's a great sign of, of a good game design. And, con- and I'm sure developers, when they were coming up with it, were like, okay, the player has to feel a sense of mastery. The game has to be easy to pick up, but difficult to master. And it is difficult to master, yep. you know. It, it, that's just, I think that's pretty oh, yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah. I think yeah, it's I difficult to intermediate. You know what I mean, but it's one of those things yeah, too. That's fair. Yeah, I, I think all of us, though. I mean, except for Mac, but uh, but he's a noob, and I love this perspective on it. All of us were frustrated when you start playing the game again. You're like, shit, it's Tony Hawk. I got this right. I, I, mm-hmm. How many hours did I sit mm-hmm. and how how much soda did I drink playing this game back when corn was a good idea? That's K O R N, right? Uh, but then you get frustrated. Oh, that, with that corn, corn, right? Uh, but then, but the, it, but it came back to you didn't it, right? Like, it came to you. Your fingers couldn't work mm-hmm. right, but your, your hands were in the right place. Uh, and yeah. I wanted to add on to something you said earlier that, that Mrs. Jones, the the wonderful Allie, that is her one gaming franchise. But... Um, that is her jam, apparently. It blew my mind. So, it was pretty uh, awesome. So my, Drew and myself's sisters are moderate gamers. They they like the game, the things they do. But the one thing you can get my sisters to sit down and play at any time, and they're not just going to play they're a real fucking threat. Is Tony Hawk, particularly <laughs> Tony Hawk 2 for the Dreamcast? Like uh, you can put a control in their hand, all of a sudden my sisters go from being really sweet to really vicious and very serious in that two minutes, and a lot of shit's gonna get said while Goldfinger plays, and uh, and you know there's just nothing you can do about it. But it's but that speaks to this game, right? Like how many people did it introduce to? It's a financial success, so it had to introduce a lot of people to this subject matter.
2: Well, I, I, I want to point yeah. out, too, just how sweet your sisters are to really take care of Drew because of his obvious perceived defects. Um, I, <laughs> it's just, I, just, I, I don't see them. Really having- Aren't you glad you came back, Drew? Having- what the fuck, <laughs> Dave? That's just, Look, you're just going
4: I, for the throat. Where does this come from? Like, just, this is because I don't want to cut Look, you off like, because like, he we, hasn't we, played we haven't the fucking seen game. each
1: other. Like none of us have all been in the same room, like all five of us, that is, in quite some time—a uh, couple of years at least. I, I so believe. I, 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 would I be
0: as bold to say that last time?
1: Usually, this happens during a <laughs> World drinking or something. Yeah, you know, like it. America. It they might be. shit on me. In case you want to that's Peru, I in- am the real baby face. Fuck these guys, okay? <laughs> in Philadelphia, I love you. I
2: don't care what they say. Look, in, in, my, in my first no. defense, there's yeah. a lot of rum in this, so.
0: I like, I like it. it. I, I, like, I, I didn't get enough away though. with um, doing today's sober by telling the wife that uh, that this is, I think, the first time that my entire wedding party has been together uh perhaps since, since the since wedding since the maybe, wedding. maybe yeah maybe so could be yeah
1: that makes, makes me sad so, so it's been a while
0: actually <laughs> um oh yeah for sure for sure but i honestly dave's dave's uh fervor actually comes from the fact that early into this podcast's run we we i made the mistake of texting a cool statistic about the podcast in our larger five-person group oh, text, man. in which drew I guess he was having a bad day yeah, that day. Uh, decided to come fucking Wolverine claws out. For, not only for this podcast, <laughs> I don't podcast, remember. Any yeah, no. Not only did he this come behind the, the podcast, curtain, but he folks. turned. But he yes. turned his 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 rage towards Dave. <laughs> and Dave just <laughs> gave a little bit back, but he took it in and he fucking bottled it. And now that Dave's several shots of rum deep it's all coming out he's calling drew quasimodo (laughs) live for the
1: internet (laughs) let's let's be real though though. every time we're together if one of us is having a bad day that person fixates on somebody and i typically am that person i uh i i completely forgot but i I did completely forget about
2: that Yeah, I did completely forget about that exchange, but I guess deep down in my fucking soul. You never forget. I never <laughs> You never forget. <laughs> never. And, and, you as know. As
0: never as You're
3: a vengeful motherfucker. We
2: were, as, we were, as we were talking about the Groundhog Day episode, I'm like, yeah, if I had one day to do over and over again, I would just use it for good. And clearly right now that's not the fucking case because I'm just going to uh-huh. smash through <laughs> this entire fucking episode. <laughs>
4: We'll speak of- let, let, let's let's get <laughs> this back on track here yeah. Yeah, never yes. forgetting yeah so, right i did not get i did not get to take my turn Please. about my That's experience exactly. revisiting this game so uh, i had a similar situation to jones uh, my wife has always been a big gamer uh, we have burned so many hours playing tony hawk specifically tony hawk 4 on the gamecube which is my favorite tony hawk game uh, so but We're adults now and we have children, which adds a whole nother layer Mm -hmm. of interesting dynamic to your family household. So I download the remaster of of Tony Hawk one and two, and I'm playing and I'm just shitting the bed, like playing so bad. And my (laughs) kids are talking shit. Like they're just like, they're like, they're like, those are some really sick tricks, which. Spoiler alert is what they told me when I tried to skateboard on their little kid skateboard in the on the back porch and I fucked up my back like last summer. <laughs> uh so they're like that's really <laughs> sick tricks is that how you're <laughs> supposed to play the game dad? I was like oh my god oh my god and, oh, and, and, oh, and, and oh that's wow. this is like he used to be really good at this game like I don't know what happened. Oh my god <laughs> you know you know there's they're like adding fuel to the fire but Oh, so now I'm like, not only do I want to beat the achievements on the level, I got to prove my kids wrong, right? Like, (laughs) like that's what you do as a dad. You got to show them up. So, like, so, like, two days, fast forward two days, they come home from school and I'm just hitting all the tricks. And they're like, okay, respect, respect.
2: (laughs) Guys, you, you hear those things from your parents. You know, your parents will always say the thing, I hope one day. You have children that are just like oh, you. My kids definitely are. And they got the full Vandergrift like <laughs> fucking edge now, and like you know, Maddie's <laughs> a preteen, so it's yeah. it's coming like full circle. And I just think it's great when when those things kind of happen. I would like to share my experience playing Tony Hawk a second time around. Granted, it was a few days after the first time I played it, but. <laughs> <laughs> i did find i did find that i struggled just as much as the first day you know nothing really got better yeah. i still fucking murdered tony hawk 14 <laughs> ways to sunday it it,
4: it, take, it takes it. a lot of time so in the in the first game there were nine levels one bonus level in playing the game back and what you remember of playing through it the first time what was everybody's favorite and least favorite levels as you played through now, if you just started, Dave, you probably are only like three levels deep because it takes a lot. Once, takes a once you get even like forty percent of the way, like you need to master like the first three levels at a mastery level before you can unlock like seven, yeah. eight, nine, ten. Right. Right. Right.
1: So, like,
0: yeah. I, get it, dude. Go for
1: it. I, I was going to say. So, like, I'd say my first, my favorite level still is the Malt. Like, I don't know why okay. that, that that level just a great choice. It just it just every time I play it, I'm like, Oh my god, so much nostalgia the second time around. Now like playing it the second time around, I don't I didn't really make it past the mall. Once I unlocked the mall, I was like, Yes, go right for it and just kept playing that and listening to that soundtrack. You know, you talk about corn, Noah, like that soundtrack is probably w- Probably like the most memorable soundtrack in my entire top three
0: video game soundtracks that use real music ever, ever. And
1: and just like listening to all of those songs while playing them all over and over again. Um, it just, just brought that, that, that to me is my favorite for sure. Absolutely. Dave.
2: Well, so I've heard a lot of great things about the Roswell level. Uh, That's the, in, last in the last level in the you game. You
4: got a lot of work to get there, got brother. A lot of
2: work to do to get there. <laughs> but, um, you know, I've, I'm have i in the mall level currently, and I'm having some some major trouble uh, in that level for sure. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I liked that. I liked the the level right before that when you're playing in the school, just because, the school. Yeah. you know, the, the first level obviously is the warehouse. There's not a whole lot to really kind of explore there, but... I really liked that, you know, you could go into the basketball court, you could get up on the roof, you know, you're going through the swimming pools, and it just kind of really kind of opened my eyes that this wasn't really the game that I thought it was when I kind of got to that point. Yeah, once Uh, you get past the warehouse and you get to the
4: school, like, that's the first, like, (laughs) open world level that you experience in most
2: games at that time. And there there was a lot in there, and and it was really a vast level. There's a lot to there's a lot to do, a lot of stuff to go around. You have alleys to kind of go through. You gotta hit all the fucking alarm clock or the the school bells. I love that. Doing wall yeah. grinds and everything. Yeah. And I couldn't. And you find gotta that.
4: figure out there's one on the roof.
2: Yeah. And you that, gotta that. figure
4: out how to get to the roof. And it's not even like the top roof that you can take a ramp to. Like you gotta do tricks up the wall to get on the mm-hmm. lower roof to get yeah. the one bell that's on the wall.
2: <laughs> yeah, needless to say, have not quite gotten to that bell yet uh so thank you very much for letting me know where it is that's gonna help a little it's bef-
4: bit it's to the left before Dipsy you tricks. get to the pools
2: yeah but um but i have I, I liked i liked the mall episode i like the mall stage as well um it's it's much more linear i like that when you get to the end it repeats and throws you back to the beginning again so you can go through and try to find more shit um and i and i i always thought it's weird too when you go by the like the 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 part of the store where they're selling tvs you heard the emergency broadcast signal when you kind of go by there and, um mm-hmm. but yeah i mean obviously just a couple levels in but um I'm, I'm enjoying uh the game um regretting a little bit that i didn't play it when i was younger because i kind of feel like i definitely missed out uh on that but again it's i didn't awesome have franchise. a dream- see i didn't have a dreamcast i didn't have um i didn't have a playstation at that point So the earliest that I could have got it was on the Nintendo 64, which was a much more stripped down version of the game because they couldn't obviously put everything in the cartridge. But I'm glad that wasn't my experience with it because I'm kind of experiencing what you guys got to experience 20 years ago just, you know, at this stage.
4: What about you,
0: Noah? Um, Well, I got to give respect um, that I think the most iconic level from this game is the school. I mean, the school has found its way into every Tony Hawk game since then. Practically everyone, if not everyone. And it's, it's the one where if someone's like, uh, God, let's put it on, you're going to think of the school. Probably the map everybody knows the best in any of the games is the school. Uh, my favorite is the mall. Flat out. Uh, it gives me all kind of feelings and uh, breaking the glass and grinding the long pipes through the atrium and stuff. It's just, just so cool to get up there. And It, it felt like once you get there, in the game you knew what you were doing a little bit more and now you can get refined but as much as i love the school and especially love the mall i fucking hate downhill jam like i that, i fucking I hate am glad it. you said
4: that cuz i was going to say the same thing like there's only a couple levels that are like downhill type levels and the mall is fucking fantastic mm-hmm. but downhill jam is like the most frustrating fucking level in any Tony Hawk game. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: it, it's like the developers were like, you know what? I think they're gonna like this game too much. Yeah. Let's put that thing in.
4: Fucking hate that oh, level. Shit. Fucking
0: worst level, wow. dude. I swear to God. And when I got when I sat down, <laughs> oh, I, I was like, I'm so excited. I'm like trying to get Lily to watch it and Mary Ellen's like, kind of paying attention. Like, oh this is my shit. And, like and then I'm like, oh no. And like you start like, oh yeah. no. Like, I got nauseous getting ready to play that game. It was like PTSD. It's so bad. <laughs>
3: oh fuck Goddamn,
4: doc what do you think
0: <laughs> well this is where doc's like i actually love downhill jam
3: <laughs> yeah favorite. actually i did
0: oh my god
3: oh, i go fuck yourself with that uh yeah that was my jam uh, quick qu- but up bumps uh that and uh burnside were my two favorites
2: it's, it's so unbrand. <laughs> it's like fuck well, you guys and everything you think. It's
3: <laughs> always <laughs> the one but thing that I I'm not, I'm I'm not a goddamn hive mind like you some bitches no, are right. Not, I like what I like. No. Don't judge me.
4: What what I'll give you is that it is an extremely well designed level, but it is so difficult. Yeah, like it. It's so difficult because yeah. most of the it achievements is. you have to get so high in the level, which is such a challenge to get up there, it's just frustrating. Which is why I so, don't like and, it. And
3: here's the thing, here's the thing, and you're right. Uh, and I look it. sort of like a, it's interesting how different I am than you guys this regard because I don't really dig on the open map so much. Like the school i d I've never really liked that map. It's interesting wow. that like it's like, oh it's this iconic map, like I don't like how shit's everywhere. It's too it's too open for me. Yeah. I like every map that I really dig on. This is, like, from when I was a kid. But the ones that are just straight skate parks. Those are the ones I like. You know what no, I'm right. saying? Like, yeah, Burnside. Uh, like, I just love just having a space to just do my tricks. I don't have to go fucking up a roof. I don't have to go through a, a basketball court. I not have to fuck around with any of that. I can just skate, have a good time, and and, and do my thing. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, Burnside is, like, my tip. Favorite though. It's between yeah. it's Burnside and uh, downhill.
4: Yeah, so for me, I agree Burnside is the best level in the game. And, and the, I mean the, it's a awesome. mall is a close second, but Burnside, without a doubt, is where it's at for me. I just don't like downhill cam. And it's and, and, and it's, not it's not that I don't like off. it. It's just that it's so frustrating that it pisses me off that I don't like it for that reason. Not that it's not a great level, because it is.
0: Well though it does have that thing where it probably has the trickiest extra part to that level you know what i mean and once you figure out how to get there yeah
4: to get the tape to get the secret tape you have to get up and then all the way around yeah yeah,
0: and but that's like that's the mastery you were talking about dog and i laughed because mm -hmm. the muse review taught me that if one of us feels really strongly about a thing, with the exception of Nights at like, oh, I fucking love that song. That song was fucking amazing. I fucking want to feel that song deep inside of me all the time when I get out of the shower, oh. and there it is, naked in front of me. The other one's like, fuck that song. No. I'd run that car over, that song over with my car, and then I'd back up to make sure it was dead like that's how and so when i was i decided to actually be negative for a minute and tell downhill jam that i wouldn't show it my dick even if it asked even if okay. it gave consent and you're like no i want to see it <laughs> so, <I don't> <laughs> let me ask you a question let me ask you a question i'm sorry to everyone you guys can go ahead and walk away for a minute doc so let's be hypothetical you're playing tony hawk you're having a great time you're flipping around doing your kick flips. You're all these oh, miles. You're doing your spin tricks, and you're skateboarding, and the clock is going down. Ten, you're trying to get to the end. Nine, trying to get to the end. Eight, seven, six, five, and all of a sudden stops right in front of you. Holding a piping hot, delicious bag of Arby's is the fucking Sega channel. And it oh. fucking wants you. Do, do, you. Do you finish the level and leave both Sega Channel and that Beef and Cheddar there, or do you throw down your skateboard and spend the last five seconds jamming downhill directly in to the Sega Channel? Half, half, and then whole. What do you do? I I think
4: you lost them at Beef and Cheddar, which is the most overrated thing on the Arby's menu.
0: It's iconic. Jeff, don't get away with the joke. Jones, would you fuck the Sega Channel at the end of (laughs) Downhill Jam? (laughs) If it was only um, and Arby's beef and cheddar. I, Wait. Th-
3: this, my answer is a, is a two-parter here. Uh, <laughs> oh, great. One, what makes you the way you are? And two, no.
0: <laughs> you <laughs> motherfucker, No. <laughs>
2: you
1: know, sometimes whenever
2: sometimes when you look at Drew's face, you realize it looks a lot like a beef and cheddar. Just for sauce! Oh my <laughs>
1: fucking
2: god! Sauce! <laughs> <What>? oh, <God. laughs> <laughs> his lips. Uh, he can't hold it in too much. I am too silver. Um, totally shit. worth <laughs> four for five, right there. Is, is is does does the bag of Arby's have that side of cheese sauce? There is it like putting Arby's sauce all over itself that Jones has to lick it off? I mean, like where are we
0: going with he this? He could, but it's up to him. He can have it his way, even though that's Burger cake. Oh man. <laughs> But moving on. Jesus Christ. Yeah, please.
1: <laughs> you know what, Dave? You know what, Dave? What? Fuck you. <laughs> That's
0: it. That's it. He says <laughs> <"God him."> <laughs> with an Arby's roast beef sandwich dripping out and your best line. You, know, you know what? No. Moving on.
1: <clears throat> you well, fuck a- you too,
0: Noah. Okay. I deserve that. Just just take, a, you know just does take a mozzarella
2: deserve? stick and just lift it
0: back up into place. <laughs> Um, who's everybody skater that they played as? Who's everybody skater? I was Kareem Campbell. Every chance I ever get in any of the games, it's always Kareem Campbell for me. Uh, I first of all respect skateboard in the hoodie, right? But to this day, I still get mad if someone else picks Kareem Campbell before I do if I'm playing multiplayer with them. What about you guys?
3: Yeah, so that uh, Kareem Campbell hard. for sure is he's the only black guy on the. So I had to fucking. I need some representation for <laughs> yeah. myself. There you go. So I always chose him.
4: Yeah, and, and so the the roster was different between the OG and the remaster. Yeah, um, yeah. So in in the original, and so when I was playing this back, so I downloaded the remaster on Xbox One, and it's. I mean, it's it's fucking fantastic. But I, at the same time, I was like, let's go back to like the original. So I pulled it up on an emulator, started playing it. I'm like, man, these graphics mm-hmm. are so weak now compared to what I was just playing. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. God. Miles yeah. behind. Uh, the Unreal Engine is a hell of a thing. Um, and and I guess like in the original, they tried to do mocap on Tony Hawk, and it just didn't work. Like The technology wasn't there. And while they were trying to, he had a huge influence on the game, not just putting his name on it, but the animations were weak. The tricks were weak. Like he helped them bring that all to where it needed to be. And fun fact, the 900, which is his special move, wasn't actually in the game until two months before the game came out because that was the first time he actually ever hit that trick. Wow! He (laughs) He had been trying it for years up until that point. And once he hit it, He's like, this has to go in, like no matter what, this has to be in the game, um, which
1: is an amazing video, by the way. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. The first time he hits that is is yeah. spectacular. But so on the new one, I've just been playing as Tony Hawk and just been like maxing out his, his abilities as I've been going through the levels. But on the original, I always played as Bob Burnquist. Burnquist, my go-to.
1: Mm. Drew, um, I was always a custom skater. Guy, because you know, there was, I'm not fucking conceded at all, but there was know. no such thing as custom No, like I'm saying, a new time you. around, I was not two, I went custom I skater. Right. Yeah. Um, Correct. yeah, that was the second one. Like, when did they put it? wasn't till later that they even put the creative park in, but Burnquist was a big one for was, me. Two
4: creative park was in two, was that two? Creative skater was
1: in three, okay.
0: but if you Born remember, right, in the remaster. remaster. Yeah, but but uh, in the original two the remaster
1: it, though, like I went custom skater. The original, I remember being Burnquist quite a bit. Um, that's I. I don't really remember like anybody other than Tony Hawk or Burnquist. For like, I was such like a, a a trendy skateboard fan at the time, so I went with the names that <laughs> I always saw on TV. <laughs> you just knew. You just went with the names you knew. That's fair. Yeah, I respect right. that. It didn't seem to make much of a difference either way. Like, you know, even if you just decided to take like a park style skater, like there's so much different styles of skating you needed to do. It didn't really matter where the stats were.
4: Yeah, the the only difference is depending on what type of skater you used is where their stat points that you collect in the levels are based on what their abilities are. That's the only difference. But either way, like you level it up as you go, even though there was no career mode or anything like that until later tony hawk games yeah dave who you playing as tony hawk just fucking him up Uh, every time
2: yeah tony hawk oh just 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 brutalizing him like you wouldn't believe um you know uh steve uh caballero is is in the um the remaster so i've kind of messed around with him a little bit as well um, but yeah still kind of obviously in the early phases. I've really been playing a game for like the last week or so So I haven't really kind of ventured too much any other skaters just yet But you know you mentioned something jeff that I, that I thought was kind of interesting and I saw something that kind of Talked to this as well, but um The graphics of the game, you know the motion capture what the what the what they look like
0: mm-hmm.
2: I saw something online because you know tom brady You know uh has retired is retiring from the nfl um, and someone posted something that said Tom Brady has played in the NFL so long, this is what his video game character looked like in his first year of Madden, and this is what it looks like now, where it's basically like a pixelated face, that you can't really discern who the person yeah. is. It's, just, it's 12 on there, and then you see that it's fucking full Tom Brady with the fucking butthole chin knob and everything else that he has. Cheating piece of shit um
0: but and you watch your mouth we'll talk about this another time but you watch your fucking mouth
2: keep going tony hawk look i know, I know what my mouth, mouth said I, noah and i'll fucking back it up but uh yeah.
1: but yeah you got two um, brady fans here
2: listen drew pick up the the fucking way. roast beef hanging off of your mouth and shut it because you know we're trying to talk here all right now, now we're just getting Those are like a fucking <laughs> now just loser. no but uh i i i um I yeah, just really Tony Hawk, but I'm just again, you know, looking at stuff that I did researching this and, and just kind of seeing what the original looked like versus what it does. Now, uh, it, it does make such a huge difference. And in, uh, in the graphics, so. Yep. What was, no, I love you. I love
3: you. Uh, yeah,
0: HDR, native 4K,
3: 60 frames per second, 20 frames per second. It's just it's a whole other experience. And I, I got to yeah,
0: say, awesome. and I've been really impressed with everything I saw about the remaster and the games were great at the time looking. Especially but I think one of the great things, and you guys gotta talk to me about the remaster here, is that not only did they look great, but oh my god, iconic soundtrack, right? Like yeah. fucking all time iconic soundtrack. Right? What was your what is your jam? You had to pick one song from Tony Hawk's jam to what's your jam? Who wants to lead us off? Uh so I
3: guess I will um I I would say um Superman? Yep, was Gold that the the song? yep. Yes.
0: Goldfinger.
3: Yep, Goldfinger. By Goldfinger. And just as a quick aside, like, it's really cool for me, again, where I grew up, there were, were no skates at uh, There was no skate parks. There was no, none of that shit. Um, we had a, a lot we played games in, like, you know, pickup up games. We did. Um, and, and so the music that was on this game, I I didn't just as beyond me uh mm-hmm. i didn't grow up listening listen to any of that type of music so tony hawk is also important to me because it was just what another little medium another little property that kind of introduced me to different types of genres of music uh that was just eye-opening for me that music like that existed um so uh that was pretty cool uh on that level so yeah definitely um superman Mac attack
2: yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and go with uh, Superman as well. I found it interesting because I did kind of look at this because I, I understand that too. part of the, the big legacy of this game is the soundtrack. And, and, you know, I don't know that there ever was anything before that had such a, a vast array of music that complemented the game. And it really complements the culture the, the skateboarding culture. You know, and you know, you said Jones, and I, I think it's interesting that you know, like you said, there weren't any skate parks, and and even you know, where where I grew up, we have some skate parks now, but those didn't come until really after this game, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but going back to the soundtrack, you know, I, I heard Primus as I was playing it, which which kind of really um, kicked that up for me because you know, even though I wasn't a part of that culture. Uh, I did have some family members that were big-time skate skaters and were very good and uh, You know a lot of the music that I heard was a lot of the music that they would listen to and it kind of really took me back um, And the remaster edition they did add some like your your favorite Noah Machine Gun Kelly uh, He's he's popping up in there <laughs> um, I, I was always a big yep. Power Man 5000 fan, so I like when Power Man 5000 kind of popped up, but yeah, and then the remaster. So, Power Man mm-hmm.
4: Five Thousand and Rage Against the Machine. Those were both originally from Tony Hawk Two. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, That's what I. That's what I noticed right away. Was um, I it, it kind of muddied up like my memory of what the original soundtrack was, just because like I knew that yeah, they, they, they were scuffled it all. yeah, they shuffled yeah. it all in there. So, I mean, I probably would say Superman, just because that's the one that I know was on the first soundtrack that sticks out. Well, which Primus song was though? Is that Jerry Was a Race Car Driver? Yeah, Jerry Was a Race Car Driver. Jerry yeah, that's a great song. song. It is. Wasn't there a Chili Pepper song on the original? Or was know, that a that later one? Later.
0: No, you, it's, it's, okay. it's, it's funny. I think it's the Essie's, which was the very, um, which was the gap between if you like the Chili pepper, Chili Peppers, but you weren't quite into Anthrax yet. That's the band. So Anthrax is all in the same soundtrack as well. I got to go Goldfinger um uh, as well because it's just iconic for that Mm. game um Mm. can't deny it whatsoever but i want i do want to give a one up to primus so everybody's first exposure to primus was either this game or the end of bill and ted's bogus journey because they're the band that plays before the wild stallions in the battle of the bands um so that's a nice little easter egg with either that or one of the two but what a, oh my god iconically it's got to be far. Finger, superman
4: yeah i i agree i mean you know if you look at the, the soundtrack for this game and all the tony hawk games it was really revolutionary for the time mm-hmm. because prior to this point they weren't playing actual like label music in a game and because they're like okay skateboarding is like this alternative culture like let's Pull in all these like ska punk bands and give them a platform. So there was Primus and Dead Kennedys and Goldfinger. And I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, last year Goldfinger put out a quarantine version of mm-hmm. Superman where they all played from their houses. It was fucking it awesome. So fucking good. Twenty yeah, like years it, later, like they're, they're all socially
0: distant jamming. Yeah. And and the, the energy that's there, like they're playing in the room together, It's right? so fucking good.
4: Yeah. yeah, but but every Tony Hawk game like did the same thing, with the exception, I think it was that maybe put Green Day on eight. there. Dave, your favorite band? That's <laughs> that's when they started um, to lose people. Uh, but Tony Hawk Four was the first game I ever heard NWA in a game. Yeah like with express yourself. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Cause that's what I listen to anyways, <laughs> you know, and to hear it no. in a fucking video game, like even though it's a censored Wait. version, like it's still fucking cool. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, it, it brought light to skateboarding as a culture. It brought light to that side of music for a lot of people who don't necessarily listen to punk music. Um, and, and as The games went on. I mean, they brought in songs from the Ramones and a bunch of other bands. And it it was just it's it's such a cool thing because it's not, you know, typically when you think about video games, you think about just video game soundtracks like games that are made for music. Like everybody knows the fucking Mario theme and the Zelda theme and the perfect dark thing. But it's like. Let's put real bands and what was cool about the original was like in the skate park level. Like when you're playing on PlayStation One, you know the the screens that's on that are on the back wall behind the pool. That on the yeah. on the remaster, it shows it's basically a camera view of what you're doing. On the originals, it was like shitty, like 360 uh, frame wide, shitty MOV versions of the actual music videos of the bands that were playing, which is fucking yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Like no other game was doing that. Yeah, it's no other nice game touch. was doing yeah. that
1: at the time. And if I like, if, and one of the things if I remember correctly, like even like playing it back then, it always told you what song was. It was like not just like promoting the game; it was promoting the music as well. Like every time you, like, oh, yeah. yeah, you got Fye mm-hmm. plug Fye, and. Uh, for whatever one is out there still in the country, I like uh, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> I'm
4: gonna get that joke. Over. <laughs> I went. I went straight to Napster and downloaded that shit on computer for free. I don't care if it was illegal or not.
0: No, and this goes to another thing too. The games came in a CD case because they were CD based games, and you opened your book, and there was the list of the songs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. You know, and you can be like, "Oh, that one." That one I mean, right before here. this yeah.
1: game, <laughs> before this game, my soundtrack in my memory was always Toe Jam and Roll, um, which. By the way, we should probably do an episode on that. Say Classic. Is that a fucking killer. I love that. Just on that soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. <laughs> I knew no, that was coming. <laughs> Fuck you. <brother. laughs> Fuck
2: you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I'm just I'm happy, happy. <laughs> it wasn't me at the time. Uh, <laughs> you know, look, looking again over the soundtrack and everything, um, it was funny. As I'm playing it, uh, Papa Roach is on. And, you know, Stephanie comes in and, and she doesn't realize that this was Tony Hawk from like 1999, and everything. And she's like, wait, Papa Roach is still a thing. I'm like, no, this was before Papa Roach was a thing, you know? Um, and, and looking through, you know, there, there are a number of bands on here that, you know, you know, a little bit more of now, like the Atari's MXPX, um, real big fish, um, not songs of it, Yeah. It, it helped. It helped to put a lot of bands over i love it Dead, for sure yeah for
4: sure
0: um well i think so, that... i
4: don't go ahead no. No, i was i was gonna say like there's there's been nine games and i don't know how many games everyone has played but aside from this first one what would everyone say is your favorite tony hawk game
0: number two i think tony hawk 2 is my all-time favorite of the series just because I, it's the only one of the series that i've owned on two different platforms um the creative skate park was super cool even though the creating your own park ate up your memory unit like nobody's business like so many blocks on the memory card for either the Dreamcast or the 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 playstation like just so mm-hmm. many you're like oh i guess i don't need my my four-year-old saver tomb raider anymore because i want to put some extra ramps on this shit <laughs> um and, but I, I still think, because a lot of the soundtrack stuff that you, we mentioned, because you guys played the one and two remaster, right? get yeah, they mix them together. A lot of that stuff, like Rage Against Machine, it, Papa Roach, is from number yeah. two, which I think is a better game. It's not as important as the first one is, but it's a better game. And that's the game to this day, that if my sisters come over, and I'm like, hey, do you need do you want a cup of coffee? Hey, do you want a Coke? Hey, do you want to go play Tony Hawk and get beat? And then it gets real real for a minute. It's Tony Hawk <laughs> 2 is the game. So... So I would easily say that that Tony Hawk 2 is my favorite of the series. Yeah, no, I, I would Mac, agree with that as Mac, well. Tony Hawk 2
3: is hands down.
2: Well, since since, since I haven't mm-hmm. really since I haven't really played the games as much and I've never really gotten into the franchise, I'll talk just briefly about the one that I've heard the most about, and that's Underground, right? You know, I think that um, you know, obviously two has to be better than one, you know, or else why are you producing two or the franchise wouldn't keep going if two... Stopped,
0: it, would, it would have stopped two it,
2: if it was It would have stopped yeah. the two. Um, and, I, and I think as I was kind of reading about this, you know, the licensing agreement with Tony Hawk, which, which he was very smart to do, um, was that they just wanted to license his image and his name and just pay him flat out. And he said, no, fuck that. I want to get paid a royalty for every game that gets sold. And because of how hugely popular these games were, uh, that that really, really worked out well for him. Um, But, you know, I'll I'll go ahead and just kind of throw out as somebody who, again, is a noob and doesn't know a lot about it. I'll just go ahead and say for
0: shits and gigs, Tony Hawk Underground. That's respectable. (laughs) Yeah. And I thought the graphical leap between uh, three and four was huge. It can't be understated. Yep. As well, how important it is. True. Favorite one.
1: Well, well, if I remember correctly, wasn't for like the one where they went fully like open world with it. Open world. Yeah. Um. I remember being like most amazed by that game. You know, because I remember graphically at the time, especially just looking great. Um. But I also remember too just having that graphical improvement over the first one, even, which is really why it stood out to me. But going back and playing the remasters, Think I'm gonna go with the first Tony Hawk. That's good. Um, just like cause after getting the new experience of it again, where my biggest issue with the game was graphics. Um, in comparison, now, and now I'm playing it with graphics and how smooth it is to play a modern game. Um, I got to go back to the first one. You know, cause it took me right back in as soon as I started playing it. I'm messaging my brother, going, "You motherfucker! Look what you made me do." <laughs> yeah, he did.
0: It's <laughs> great, Matt. How Jafar? Yeah,
4: so for me, it, it's a toss-up between Tony Hawk 4 and Tony Hawk Underground for two oh. different reasons. One, uh, because 4 was not only the first one that went fully open world, but because that was the first one where they like tried to refine what career mode actually is, not just building up achievements, but starting with a custom skater and like working through to become a pro skater, which was mm-hmm. super cool. Super cool. Um, but in Underground... They elevated that like to the next level where it's like, okay, this is, this is what a career mode should look like in a skateboarding game. And it's not like, okay, here's your mission sheet, like follow everything to the T. It's like, you're going to skate around in this open world and you're either going to talk to random strangers who are going to give you challenges, or you're going to yeah. talk to other pro skaters who are going to give you challenges to help you work your way up through that which i thought was super dope. And i mean mm-hmm. granted i've spent so many hours of my life playing the early Tony Hawk games. And like you could see like early on so like from 1 to 2 like the the graphics didn't change all that much but the gameplay got better. And then Smoother. number 3 was basically a direct rehash of number 2. And Activ- yep. Activision has this habit of we're just going to cycle games every year. We're just going to put a new one out like EA's doing it with Madden. So why can't we mm-hmm. do it with Tony Hawk? We saw how successful been it was doing it. for one and two, which is why they did it nine times. And then everyone's like, okay, fuck you, Tony Hawk. <laughs> 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 but like th- those two in particular, four and five, Tony Hawk Underground was number five. Like they tried to do something new because with three, they lost a bunch of fans. And so they try to reinvent themselves and it got better and then after tony hawk underground like the last four games were just shit. after that
1: it just and just died it, like yeah,
4: active it continued to go down and then they're like okay yeah we're not going to do anything like this anymore and then they're like oh shit, it's been 20 years let's do a remaster
0: no i'm with you on that one so so i guess we're talking about 20 years After the first one, we got remasters out. So quickly, let's end it out on this note, gentlemen. Let's go around the horn and let's say, what's the legacy of the Tony Hawk series? At the time, here we are now. Old men talking about video games. And you know what? I'll eat it off for once. I think the legacy is it introduced not only to an entire generation of skateboarding games, but (coughs) Tony Hawk is one of the very first games I can think of that was, when you say the sentence, that game is fucking way better than it should have been way better than it should have been for what it was is a chance to capitalize on a culture to sell a couple of cds and it fucking turned into a major gaming franchise that we still talk about even if they hadn't remastered it we'd still be talking about it today yep. right so i think that that oh, yeah. to me that's like is is uh in a nutshell tony hawk who saw <laughs> that coming right uh so you doc what's your lasting uh, uh thing legacy of tony hawk
3: yeah what you said, and I'm gonna add on top of it, right? Like, you think about for me, uh, you think, think about Tony Hawk, when I think about Tony Hawk, rather, I think it's a steam, right? It's a trendsetter, better follow. And fantastic it's just a perfect combination of gameplay replayability uh mastery uh, a cultural significance you know like i said for a lot of people never heard music like that before you know skating was not a part of their their world uh and, and it introduced a whole like said, a whole generation of people to that world and i think that it, how, the question is how many skaters did that franchise create that's what i'm curious about i would love to know somehow that possible number but i bet it's a big number. yeah that's
0: legacy yeah yeah I, it has to be that's a really good question i'd like to know how many v- wrestlers the really the boom of wrestling video games in the late 90s into the early 2000s cost and how many skateboarders tony hawk pro skater cost Mac. nintendo
4: nintendo 64 oh. no mercy
0: no mercy which we will fucking do one day
4: one of the greatest wrestling games one day ever.
0: we'll cover the day oh
4: it is he I,
0: I Here's, <laughs> can I let me just before before um, we get on to this, I just want to <laughs> say this about No Mercy. I have this fantasy, and I actually tried it once, and we we got turned down for uh, at the uh, Pittsburgh Comic Con. They were looking for panelists uh, to fill in the lineup, and I and our show hadn't really been more than a few episodes. And I talked to the guy, and he's like, "You're gonna have to come back to me when you guys have a whole thing." I have a fantasy of doing a live show. If and we do pull that off you better believe the fucking thing we're going to it was at the retro gaming convention and the thing we're going to do is fucking no mercy is going to be that that's our live Mm -hmm. show is fucking have it hooked up behind us with a bunch of barbarians playing it and fucking talk about it (laughs) live in front of people but Matt the legacy of Tony Hawk Pro Skater
2: Yeah, you know, um, I've I've always it's never been like a fantasy to me. I've always expected that this podcast will grow to the point that we will be doing a live show in front of a mass audience. So that's just that's just where my mind goes with this. Um, My my thing about Tony Hawk is that you you take something that is actually very hard to do and exceedingly hard to be good at skateboarding, right? Mm -hmm. So again, just kind of going off my experiences. Being a rollerblader, playing roller hockey, skating my whole life, doing crazy shit off stairs on rollerblades and things like that that other people do on skateboards. And I was able to do that because I spent a whole lot of my fucking life learning how to skate, Mm. but I never did that with a skateboard because it's really fucking hard to do. You can fuck yourself up real good doing it, but let's go ahead and take something that everybody's tried everybody's gotten on a skateboard at some point in their life. Right. Mm -hmm. And now let's go ahead and give you the controls to be as good at it as you want to be without actually having to put yourself through what it takes to be as good at it as you want to be. And I think that's a, an appeal that the game really used to kind of take off. Um,
0: for for those of us at home right now, uh Jeff has uh held up a sign that has distracted Mac. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, I, I, um, yes. yes but but that's you, not a, that's you, a good you, point. you.
2: You that's can't cool. do a triple axle and a double toe loop, Jeff. So go fuck yourself. Uh, uh, I don't want to.
0: <laughs> but speaking of people who fuck themselves,
2: yeah. But yeah, it's it's just it's just the appeal of being able to do something. And I think there's another game that I would love for us to talk about a little bit down the road here too. That I think capitalizes on a game like Rock Band or Guitar Hero, oh, where you know that'd be good. there are people there are people like yourself, know who and Drew that you guys have put in the time in to really learn how to play a musical instrument, and be very good at it. And then there are other people who, with five buttons, could feel like they're really fucking good at it. And that's the same thing with Tony Hawk. Um,
4: we
1: crushed so many hours playing rock band Let me clarify that I've been playing music for about 20 years and I still play guitar hero just to feel like I'm really fucking good at
3: it. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, a hell of a thing. Yeah. If you think about it. <laughs> yeah. But the, the ex- I can't wait to cover that subject so Noah can just be really arrogant the entire time. Uh. Oh yeah. He's stuck in the
2: game. <laughs> It'd be so judgmental. I know. I can't wait. Yeah, I, for, it's going to be amazing. For, for, me, the, for me, the legacy is the accessibility. It's giving people the ability to do something in a way that they couldn't do it normally, but could feel like they could. And I think that you know that uh, that definitely played out in the other games, too.
0: Well, that's, that's actually a really, really good point. And if we ever do Rock Band, I am going to buy a Monocle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gonna, the fucking review of the Monocle in there. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I didn't want to insinuate, Dave, that you fuck yourself. Because I was trying to use it as a segue to Drew. Uh...
1: Listen, listen <laughs> it, it's, it's good segue. segue. Anytime,
2: anytime and real quick, anytime I fuck myself, it's sex with someone I love. So it's okay. <laughs> Beautiful. It's fair. <laughs> Smart. Nobody, Smart. Nobody, so, nobody loves me like me.
1: I just have to mm. point out that you're absolutely wrong, Dave. Uh, you already have a massive audience that you perform to on a weekly basis. Okay, you have the entire world that's Peru, and all your friends down under that you just did a lot of like disservice to by just putting them down like that, saying they're not an audience that even matters. You're such a dickhead. I just wanted to point that out and make you look like a terrible person. But, the legacy that Tony Hawk has left behind, um, I think it's that just crossover between cultures just like dave said the accessibility ironically it probably created as many skaters as the madden franchise took away from like potential football players but like <laughs> i like that if you if you were to really compare the two, but it did that the accessibility is definitely the, the legacy and like really like people being okay with already like pop music you know to some extent you know what i mean and hearing songs that they were hearing all the time and it, it, it created a platform for the music industry to even just like now we can have another avenue to make money off of you know and yeah for sure good
2: stuff jafar if, if i if i may real quick okay. the money that i will lose from endorsements and advertising from our great friends in australia i'm more going to make up from sponsorship from arby's so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, there's it's, there's nothing in my life that Not I have been you. waiting for to the day that Arby's calls me and said so we've been listening to your podcast which by the way I one time I'll say I'll post a screenshot on our social media I was eating a sandwich and I texted a picture of myself eating the sandwich to Arby's and I said you're inside me right now and they sent me a smiley face <laughs> act because Arby's fucking gets it right uh, one day they're gonna be like we want you to say that you have the meats and and i am like, put me in, coach. This is the day I've been waiting for. Uh, but Jafar...
1: And if have if the worst that happens to me is a picture of me next to a roast beef fucking sandwich, I'm okay with that.
0: Dream big, dude.
4: Dream big. <laughs> Jafar. Someday. When I grow up, I want to be Jafar, a real boy. Jafar, what's the just legacy like of you, the fucking Drew. video
0: game? Uh, before anyone else <laughs> fucking <laughs> interrupts Jafar, what's the yes. legacy <laughs> I, <laughs> yes, I, I, think,
4: I think this game and this franchise has uh lasting... Impact, not only on gaming, but on skateboarding as a culture. Skateboarding is a fucking Olympic sport now. I don't think if, if this franchise didn't come along that that would have happened, potentially.
0: That's a bold, but true statement.
4: Um, you know, and it, it opened the door for a lot of, A, skaters who weren't gamers and gamers who weren't skaters to sort of cross that bridge. And that's a pretty fucking big deal. And if you look at, you know, PlayStation 1, I think Tony Hawk 3 was the last game that came out on the PlayStation 1 first gen, but it was also the first online multiplayer game on the PlayStation 1. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a lot of things that were happening and a lot of seeds that were planted along the way. And I think you can't talk about sporting games on any platform without mentioning tony hawk in the conversation i mean it's not a fucking madden it's not an nhl 94 but it has a place at the table which i think is important
0: man who thought skateboarding game and the place as the one of the easily top three uh top four at least tops sports games of all time so well you well, know i
2: think I think too. Just kind of piggybacking off what you what you said there, Jeff. Um, I'm looking for my note here with it real quick. Uh, Pony Hawk Two, I believe, was a finalist for you know best console game, best sports game. Like losing out to fucking Legend of Zelda: Jorah's Mask. You know, like I mean, this this it's it's you don't want to undersell how actually major this game was and. You know, as 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 those of us that worked at the toy store, where a lot of us worked in electronics. We sold so many fucking copies of this game to Dude. to every to everybody. It crossed yep. it crossed who
0: you were to be able to play that game. It's one of those things. Let me just put it this way: uh, Tony Hawk got itself a midnight release on more than one occasion. Let's just tell you how big a game it was, right? So, and I don't even know if game French because you have downloads. So why wouldn't you just pre-download the game and play it the minute it becomes unlocked? Like all of us, right. there are Halo Infinite, right? But why, but like to, to line up for a, outside of a video game store for hours to get let in at midnight to play a Tony Hawk game? That's huge. You've, you've made it. It's a mm-hmm. top game. echelon. Even though our podcast is not top echelon, we're still bringing our game. And we're going to keep bringing it with you guys because next week we're talking about Saturday morning. Yeah. No, excuse me. That was last week. Jesus. I can't even remember who we are. now. this is it. Who fucking cares what's next? Coming up next. Who cares? I'm going to cut. Next <laughs> oh. week. Ne- I know what's
4: coming oh. up. Next, next week is music yes. and we're going to talk yes. about the debut album from the Killers. Las Vegas oh, band. Goodness. The yes. album Hot Fuss.
0: Fucking it's right. going to be interesting. That's it. Fucking right. Plus, Drew's not a lab on that record. And I'll tell you what, not because Drew hasn't been very good, and I've actually been very impressed here today, Drew, but because I don't want the two of you're you... You're only
4: saying that because you're related and you don't want to make it all No, no no no. On oh, no, no, no. Family dinner on Sunday? No, 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 no,
1: no. No, trust no, me, if there's me anybody other, like, most honest that. about me, it's <laughs> that
0: no no but also because i think what i'd like to do now tell me if the other not not mac because i'm not gonna get his opinion because he's part of this experiment i'd like to have mac and drew on this podcast together uh in a episode we're gonna entitle mac versus drew okay <laughs> but we're not but we're not gonna tell them what they're talking about until they show up for the episode and then we're just gonna let <laughs> them go show up oh
3: boy and the that three of awesome. us are
0: just here like celebrity judges at a boxing yeah. match, just to try to make sure this thing stays short, on, just so
1: we don't go over on time.
0: You know, I, I think. I think I, gonna, Drew yeah, I don't right. know if you want
1: me talking about that fucking album.
2: Drew, I, I, I really hope that it's like a surprise limp sync battle and we have to do a whole fucking performance. It'll be great. That'd be great. Yeah.
1: it be great.
2: <laughs> not, <laughs> not great podcasting material. Really great for whatever clips we put on YouTube.
1: People <laughs> are just listening listen to these fears. They have no idea what's going on. The
0: whole backbone of this podcast is things that shouldn't make for good audio material, but God damn it, we like doing it anyway, right? I mean, I broke up with the Matrix. It took five minutes, which doesn't seem very long, but it felt like a lifetime while we were listening back to it. So, but we got a lot going on. You have a. Hey, you gonna say something else, Drew? Because you yeah, interrupt one say, more person you the last weird? time before we fucking go. <laughs> I, did,
1: I do. I do. You have a weird obsession with Herb Jones fucking fucking sega channel
0: way to call that one out right yeah i do why listen
1: listen, it's It's weird
2: first off really weird drew it's it's called a fetish all right first off that's what it's It's called it's a kink you know i'm pretty sure there's 15 websites that you could probably pull up right now about people going through erotica with you know video game hardware um and i don't think you should be judgmental of your brother in fact i think you need to support him in his endeavors as the uh you know sibling that you are Fuck face.
0: Let me just let me, let me just be real with you for a second. uh You talking about what's our all? I'm gonna put it right out there now. What's my end game? What's my all time achievable thing for this podcast? And I want to tell you what it is. It's not a live show because I I fuck I could put this <laughs> in a place now to do it. It's not it's not getting paid to do the show because that would be cool. But one day I want to go on to Rule 34 and I want to put Herb Jones and Sega Channel in and there's fucking fan art. That's what I want. That's my end game. Vicious, awful fan uh, art of Herb Jones and R- Sega Channel on Rule 34. That's my end game. That's, I, and yes. when that happens, I want to be buried with a beautiful like lithograph print like Jeff used to have of the Disney stuff in his apartment, like across my chest. So that when <laughs> people come to the open casket, to pay my respect, they're like, he was so, oh, And they back away, because it's fucking nasty. Like, Oh. that's my. That's, you, that's so,
3: so unsettling and I appreciate your your willingness to commit to this. his commitment to it all is the most beautiful thing ever. <laughs> it's
4: it's totally fucked up, but it's beautiful <laughs> at the same time. There
2: there is a guys, there is a world where, you know, and we saw this at the I saw this at the hockey game I went to recently. They had a, they had a guy there who's an artist and he was doing a live painting just right there in mm. front of everybody and uses his hands to kind of do the whole thing there's a world where I'm walking down the fucking street in June at the Pittsburgh arts festival. And there is a guy doing a live fucking painting right there of Herb Jones, just looking right into the fucking eyes of the Sega channel. RV's fucking horsey sauce, just kind of dripping down a little bit. (laughs) At least we think it's horsey sauce. We don't know how far this has gone so far, (laughs) but, and, and we're just all going to just kind of stand there and realize we made it.
0: That's That's what I'm saying. That's just where it is right there. (laughs) <laughs> it's fucking perfect. And you, our dear, sweet, singular Peruvian listener, are fucking perfect. Uh, gentlemen, uh, one word, last word, anywhere. Word, doesn't even have to be about Tony Soft. Just say a word. Drew, you lead us off. One word, go. Dave. <laughs> Mac, one word, go. Arby's. <laughs> Stock, one word, go. Good night. Jafar, one word, go. What? Ejaculate. (laughs) Nothing good. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you liked what you heard, please be sure to tell a friend or two to check us out. You can follow this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and much more to make sure you get the latest episodes and all of our cheeky, cheeky shenanigans. And don't forget to check us out on social media. We have our Nothing Good page on Facebook. We're on Twitter at Nothing Good Pod and at Insta at nothing good podcast and while you're there drop us a line say hello enjoy some of our shit posting and shameless promotion or hell even check out our merchandise i promise it's really sweet we'll see you next time